And a very good afternoon to you on this cold, rainy day. And this afternoon, you are with Mahadi Butelezi. I'm standing in for Father Brian Mlanga Opi as he's away for this week. We would like to welcome you and we hope that you journey home safely. And in today's Changing Gear, we talk parenting. When is it the right time to have talks with children about dating? and sexual issues should fathers have such talks with with their sons and should mothers have these talks with their daughters or is it interchangeable or does that perpetuate gender stereotypes what happens in single parenting households and we will chat i have with me our a very young mother actually not very young a young mother who will be sharing her perspective with um regards to the topic and when she feels would be the right time to tell her daughter and i'll also be talking to a slightly older mother who has an 18-year-old daughter and she will then also be giving us her perspective with regards to these difficult and at times trying discussions with our children. Please stay tuned. Welcome back and that was Ma Cecilia a St. Paul. As I said to you earlier on, we will be talking parenting this afternoon and when is it the right time to have talks with children about dating and about sexual issues should fathers have such talks with their sons or should mothers have these talks with their daughters or does that perpetuate gender stereotypes what happens in a single parenting household we will now be talking to Me Mamohadi Koneshe and also Austu Somojadao. As you can see, I'm actually distinguishing Honale Me Honale Ausi. So Me Mamohadi Kienailung Hori Honale Morwetan. She has an 18 year old daughter and Austuso has a beautiful, beautiful three year old who just recently started nursery school. A very good afternoon to you, Bome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks. And, and how are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, that's great. And Mema Mohaidi, are you well? Yes, ma'am. I'm well, thank you. And how are you? No, we're good. We're good. It's just a little bit grey in Edenvale. Um, we had a bit of rain, but other than that, it's been good. It's been a great day. Um, I think let's start with Tuso, or should I? Yes, mm. I was Tuso. You have a yes. very young child, and the question I'd like to ask from you, how will you, and when is the time, or rather, when do you think would be the right time for you to be able to sit your baby girl, she's actually yeah, three now, to, to, to be able to mm-hmm. sit her down and have that serious talk that all our parents, some of us, our parents didn't actually have this talk with us. Mm-hmm. Some of us sent us to our school teachers. Some of us just left us to be. So when, when do you think would be the right time for you to have that talk with your child? All right. Um, you know what? I think I think whether you've been parenting for two or twenty years, it's it's no doubt that the topic you know gives a lot of parents sleepless nights. 
you know, because you, you probably wonder, where do I even start? And, and very often, um, parents feel like their child is too young and, and end up waiting for them to probably reach puberty or get into their teens. And I personally think that could be a little too late, you know, and especially in our era where things are so out there, unlike before. So I think being a young mother myself, um, I look back and I actually wish, um, 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 you know, I myself don't recall of ever having, uh, you know, the bees and the birds talk. But if it were done, I would have preferred it to to be done in a stage-by-stage process, which is exactly how I plan to do it with my my, my, my daughter, you know. Um, instead of just um, one big bomb, which, which half the time when it happens like that, you know, the child hardly ever remembers what, what the parent was saying. Um, so I think what, what I plan to do, I think it's best to, to teach them. It, it should be ongoing, Osmahad. It should never be just, you know, one drop, you know, in, in, in this ocean that the child must now take in all of this and it's overwhelming and you've never done it before and it's embarrassing for both of you. And, you know, so I think, I think I, I'm going to start now. She's, she's learning um, um, terms and she's exploring her body, you mm-hmm. know, touching, touching different parts of her body and probably wondering what is this and what it's used for. Yes. Um, but the plan is to just, you know, set, set a, a serious uh, yet low-key and open tone about sexuality issues. Yeah. You know, for instance, it's, it's normal for my toddler to kind of touch her genitals during a diaper change or bath time or, you know. Um, so, you know, you try to act casual about it and, and you know, allow the child to interact with her genitals mm. at this age rather than calling attention to, to, to it by maybe laughing or shouting at or saying, hey, don't touch that or, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, to teach her the proper names of the body parts, I think, at this stage, at the stage she's in, is most important for me. You know, making up names for body parts sometimes may, may give children the idea that there's something bad about the proper name. And we mothers and I, do I, that. Yes, and I feel that, you know, at this stage, you know, between zero and three, it's just kind of allowing her to explore her body and, and, and learning the terms. And then as she grows up in different stages of, of, of her growth, then, um, you know, you approach differently, you know, when, when she starts, you know, when she turns about four to five, when she starts wondering where babies come from, you know, the, the curiosity mm. grows and she's likely to wonder, how did I get out of mommy's tummy, you know? So no, I think the, the, the gist of it is to look for natural and teachable moments. Um, for talking about topics of sex, you know, during during TV times when a scene comes on and 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 you you kind of ask, do you have any questions about what you've just mm. seen, or you know, because we can't we can't avoid these things. They they are everywhere. You know, sometimes you wish you could put your child in a box away from the world, but it's impossible. They have to grow. <laughs> so in, I'm in a nutshell, planning to do it in stages of mm. her life, and I'm fortunate enough that she's still only three. Um, I'm about to turn three, and I still have the chance to kind of do that with her, you know. So yeah. you are actually basically saying that as early as possible. As early as possible, but obviously age-appropriate, you know, mm. ongoing, 
but age appropriate. That's that's my take on it. <laughs> Ma'am Ma- Mohadi, as as a a, a, a medical um, professional as well, what's your take? When was the best time um, for you to actually sit your daughter down? You know what, my daughter, um, this is the situation. Um, when was that? Um, what I say to you is that, as I see, that this is the different times that you are living in. Mm-hmm. Because previously, basically, you will find that how only over a teenager, once you start a senior period, then the parents or they ask somebody else actually to talk to you to say, now this is the stage where you are, you need to be careful of certain things, mm-hmm. including becoming pregnant. Because once you see your period, definitely it means that you are in the reproductive stage. Yes. But because of maternity lang go on, Banabarana are more exposed to a lot of things which can be through media, which could be through reading also, and not only that, also because of the environment. Mm-hmm. Once you feel this is the right time to speak to them, then you do so. And the other influence that I've seen as a person is that environment in aging with a certain background, especially the family background, they will be having some cousins who will be older than them. And then they start talking about sexually motivated mm-hmm. talks. Mm-hmm. And she is among them or always with them. And she can listen, she can hear. And those influences, are they aware of what is happening around her? Mm-hmm. But from the medical point of view, um, what we do is that we normally find a place or the time to say if we have teenagers who are able to express themselves, who are able to approach the health facilities to say, um, this is what is happening to me. I don't want to be um, in the dark about my reproductive health, mm-hmm. so, so they approach the clinics and the Rona. What we do is for us to actually make them aware and give them more knowledge, give them more information about what's going to happen. So it becomes actually a continuous process. And not only that, the life skills subjects within the schools are also playing a big part. Absolutely. By the time only a parent, I must still talk to my daughter about certain things. What's going on already making them aware of the reproductive health? Now, what we can do, we only reiterate. Yes, yes. A question I'd like to ask both of you is do you think it's easier for Bomme to have the talk with Banababonababanana, their daughters, or is it more easier to have Bomme to talk with their sons, or even the other way round? What's your take on that? Okay, from my point, 
um, it is actually easier. And it is based on the fact that we take it to the children that know what is happening. So we're not to say it's and we're not going to say it's it's about making sure that you don't want to find people taking things It's better if it's within the family. Because we're not only making this is what I'm expecting from my daughter. Now I talk because also I deal with uh, teenagers, so more of my own but if a parent can do that, it will be actually for the best. Mm-hmm. Outside, they might be misleading at some stage. That's true. And you too, so what's your take mm-hmm. on this? I'm, I'm asking, um, I mean, if, if a child is in a family where they are fortunate enough to have both parents in the household, I think it should be something that's done by both parents. And, and you know, it, it, it's a collective effort. Mm. And and in an unfortunate situation where, you know, it's single parenting, then obviously the, 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 the you know, the, the task will lie with the parent himself. Um, but definitely it should be a, a joint, you know, a joint uh, um, effort from both parents. And, you know, generally young people are going to learn about sex. And our question should also rather have to be, where do we want them to learn it from, you know? Mm, uh, that's from true. Friends, or do we, do we want them to, to learn from an educated, responsible adult within a family where there is, there is trust? So whatever that you, you are saying to them, she will, she or he, you know, the child will take it in um, with, with, with the hope, in fact, with, with, the, with the trust that it's coming from a good place and from someone who genuinely um, wants the best for them. Mm. Now, let's talk yes. about the difficulty that we as parents have because with all honesty, it's honestly not a, an easy, um, it's not an easy topic to actually yeah. begin, you know. Um, it's not an easy topic to have with our very yeah. own children. Now, what advice would you have to mothers by long hore ba mametse gona jwale ba long hore ba ba qakile they just stand they don't know what to do they don't know how to go about it or where to start because remember as you said earlier on Tuso was that yeah. we ourselves were never given um the the talk no one set us down to actually give us uh, details we actually, Mema Mokadi, we got to learn as we went on, as we grew up, and at times even strapping, you know, um, where you had by Lunghori, Nebali Chachara, if I can put it that way, Nebabuwa, Basalosa, and some of us, we would we, be shocked. So, what advice would you yeah. give to, 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 to either a young parent out there or even me, Lunghori Sansa, who fell out a gila Satsibori? How am I going to start with this? Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, actually, oh, what I would say is that making a sala, this topic is sensitive, it is difficult, and it is challenging at the same time. Mm-hmm. You don't know when you say something to your child. It's like, are you opening her eyes? 
you know, but you're trying to say, I want my child to be aware, I want my child to be safe, because safety is a first thing. You don't want any child from pregnant, you know, at a young age. Mm. So my advice is, from a social point of view, is that uh, if I feel that I can't talk to my daughter about sexuality, then if you have a friend that you know that she will do justice, somebody that you trust, somebody that you share a lot of things and say, you know, uh, I am in this predicament. I will like to talk to my daughter, but I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. So the best thing is to talk to your friend who will be willing and you know, um, available to assist you to talk to your daughter. Mm-hmm. Secondly, from the professional point, we always advise that if the mother or any guardian cannot talk to the daughter that she's raising, the health professionals are there to assist. Because as a health professional, a child, a daughter, or someone will be more comfortable to talk to me than to talk to the mother. So we always ask the parents that if you can't talk to your daughter, you can send your daughter to a health care facility whereby she can be advised. And on that issue also, it's because we always try to separate um, the teenagers or the young girls from the adults mm-hmm. so that they can be free. And to, the most appropriate also mm-hmm. will be to get a younger healthcare professional because sometimes they get scared when they see so we want to be accommodative. We want the daughters or the girl children to be comfortable to talk to someone who can be able to discuss with them whatever needs to be discussed. And from a family point of view also, if there is one of the relatives who could be willing, because within the family also, we find that there are those people who uh, don't mind you know, talking to children. They sit them down for whatever reason. If you identify anybody like that, so let us play that role also to talk to the girl if you cannot as a parent. Mm-hmm. So would you agree with that too, so? Yes, I would definitely agree. Um, but I, I, I would also rather, also from a different perspective, you know, from a young, being a young mother myself, um, you know, I, I, I sometimes wish that I would have had the kind of, of mother or parent or guardian that would have actually been open enough to actually, you know, talk about these things. Because sometimes, you know, you just end up having to, find out for themselves through experience and at the, at the time it's already too late. So I think it's one of those things where mothers and parents have to just, seriously, honestly, it's one of those fears that they just need to face, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I, I think just keeping an open door policy with your children, it, it, even if you, you maybe you've been shy about discussing sex until now, um, you know, I think it's never too late to actually just psych up the courage to talk to your child about it because there's no better advisor than, you know, your own parents. 
And, and let your child know that you're always available to answer questions about sexuality, intercourse, puberty, and, and the things that they encounter on the internet or TV or they hear through friends, you know. And, and you probably also probably prefer to be your child's primary resource about sex questions. Mm. And your family's related beliefs and values will then let your child know early and often that you're always there for them. Because, um, yeah, you know, also the question that now does the talk encourage sex? And many parents are afraid that maybe talking about sex with their, with their teenagers will be taken as permission for the teens to have sex. And I think that, that that's not necessarily true. And if anything, the more children learn about sexuality from talking with their parents and, and teachers and perhaps maybe reading accurate books, then the less they feel compelled to find out for themselves. Mm. But I mean, also, if, if it's really something that a parent cannot do, then I think resources like um, books, age-appropriate books that can teach your child about you know uh, um, these things also help. Mm. But I, I, I'm really, really encouraging parents to just suck it up and, and, and have the talk. And there you have it, parents. We are advised that we must just suck it up and sit your child down. We'll just be taking a short musical break and we'll be back right after this. Please stay tuned.